Uh oh. Hey, this is uh, Fox and Turtle. <laughs> we are Sarcasm and Science Podcast. And we're back. Woo! And we are just as unorganized as we always are because we definitely were just having a conversation and realized we could be recording the conversation. Because it was a conversation for this. It was. It was. And welcome to season two. Season two. (laughs) (laughs) Very organized. We did just say in the month of May. No specifics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like I've been eaten up by guilt every single day that an episode hasn't been recorded. But, you know. That sounds like a personal problem. Living in freedom. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You've had the freedom to be concerned. I've been busy. That is true. I am wonderfully unattached to responsibility at the moment. Because no school! No school. Just work and social obligations. Yes. For those of us who have... But you're also the one who said, let's get the fun out of the way so I can get to work. So, like, you're going to view all all social <laughs> as an obligation. It happens. It can be an obligation. Some of it can be fun. Do you do you know how offended I was by <laughs> the fact that that, that was like fun. a that was like a year ago, and you're still bringing it up? I have in- inklings of how offended it it speaks volumes to the distortion of your thinking. I and yeah, I'm a delight. You are. I just had things ahead of you, and it drives me nuts sometimes. If it's like I need to do right, things, but that's why you do the things first, so then you can have fun. Because I have executive dysfunction, so I can't do the things. So, so we have to get the fun over with. Because it's coming we have up to on get the, the me <laughs> over with. It was I just needed to do the thing, but it wasn't going to be fun, and it wasn't going to involve you, but, like, I'd been uh, kind of putting off, but, like, the timer in my head was starting to go off saying, hey, you need to get this done now. So, like, since there was already, I'm supposed to spend time with you, but I don't know how long this is going to take because I'm horrible at time management. So, like, one of the two is going to be slightly more controlled. So do I help or hinder executive dysfunction? It honestly depends. It can be a much more productive break than just playing solitaire or whatever nonsense I decide to find scrolling on things. And at other points, it's all like, <laughs> I've started the day, I'm full of energy, I'm going to get all these things done, and I get, like, two of the chores done, and then you're up, and I'm like, I have no need to do any of the other things. <laughs> that's pointless. I don't care. And that's why uh, the dishes are the state that they are. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Because it's only going to happen on the weekends, and my weekends have, unfortunately, been full of stuff societal obligations yes and i I think familial obligations is a more accurate term like you don't have cotillion i also don't have like that much of a finger or anything like that so yes you're not you're not wrong okay it's more so yeah familial peacekeeping i I know it just i feel like there's rallies you're not attending or something when (laughs) you're like societal You have to fulfill the obligations imposed on you by society. It's normally my family of which they are partnered to. Mm, Or work. Might be another one. Fair enough. Apart from that, no, no, no. Alright. So what we were discussing was just how country we are versus how country (laughs) the taxpayer thinks he is. 
And how country I am in comparison to you, which is a wild time for me. Yes. Because I do, in fact, have two Texans in my family, but you are an entire family of Texans and then some spares. Yes. I phrased that poorly. Um, I mean, you're not entirely wrong. It's just a really funny... We call them honorary Texans. There you go. I definitely think those two are more capable of potentially being more country than the taxpayer. Oh, yeah. The angel, perfectly capable of getting dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, not freaking out over it, which And the is... smallest one for the longest time has a... Ha, just, like, randomly has a country draw that none of us can account for. <laughs> like, she'll just bust it out and half the time. It's like, ah, oh, normal for your age. And other times, like, why do you sound like an 80-year-old lady? <laughs> <laughs> what? But, like, if she tries to do it, then she can at all. But, like... Fair enough. Absolutely no thought. She can do it perfectly. And we're like, what? Mm-hmm. So, your story of the most country you have ever oh, been. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which is all, this is a side note. It is just because I was thinking through the fact that we do get to see analytics and we're saying country. But there's also people who are not from even our country, which makes it hilarious in the context of they might know not, they might. Okay, so that, like, we're meaning. That's just funny. A stereotype of a redneck. southerner. Yes. Redneck. How a lot of other countries view all Americans, actually. Hey, fix this a problem. It seems like there's New York, and then there's Texas, and that is Is California its own place? I think so. That would make sense. I mean, people definitely knew what I meant when I said I was born there, so... Those are the three states. Those are the three three stereotypes of people from America. Yes. Anyways... Um, no, I just happened to think about that, and I thought it was funny. Uh, so the most country redneck thing that I can say that I have done as a person, um... <laughs> Which you actually didn't do much of. I didn't, because I am smarter than that. So I stand by the fact that I am a city slicker, and I got it honest from my dad, which makes sense, um, was that in high school, since we are in the, uh, state that we're in, um, my boyfriend at the time, who was very country... Yeah. Very, yeah. very sweet. Like, had all the manners and everything down. Sounds like a golden drugs. retriever. He really was. Good. Quieter, but definitely a golden retriever. Aww. He was a wonderful guy, and it's like, see, the issue is you're not going to give me any issues, so that's why I need to admit that we're just only ever going to be friends Oof. so you can find someone who will appreciate you fully. Because it's not that I don't appreciate you, it's just it's not going to end. That it's, we're just friends, and I can't make any more of it. I'm sorry. Best of luck to you, golden retriever boy. He was great. I think he's dating someone. I don't remember if they're working at the same park from now or not. But, Ooh. like, uh. yeah, no, he was he was a good guy. Um, was So he had the t- so he was a year older than me So and was the only one who could drive because I can't drive. Um, but we had, I don't know if we'd seen it somewhere or, like, heard of it as to why there was, like, some, there's something that was like, hey, this would be a good idea to do mm-hmm. because we're teenagers, yeah. so it makes sense. Um, so he had a truck. And I had a beaten up um, office chair, beaten up broken office chair that's kind of just the type where it's like, it got the four wheels, has the bottom, and then the, like, kind of scrunchy thing that goes up to, like, a seat thing. So it's, like, just the back. There's no sides, yeah. no nothing to it. Yeah. Oh, and if I remember... Oh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> no so sides. 
absolutely no sides. It's just simply oh my the base, the neck, to the chair. And I think what the issue was that it kept coming unhinged. So, like, the, the, the top would just fall off. Okay. If I'm remembering correctly. I, I don't know. remember why, but I was like, there was a reason that we'd sacrificed it to do this because it wasn't going to work anymore. And mm. I only ever get office chairs normally if they're broken. I sure And I'm fine with that's That's why the one that I currently have makes the atrocious noises that it does. is because at any point it could just fall apart and we don't know. And I just live with the risk because it's so much cheaper than buying them. Mm, um, that's true. So, so we had this. And so we got my brother who's two and a half years younger than me. And he was the most, he was one of the most thrilled. This is, this is one of the reasons why him and the Golden Retriever Boy were such good friends and mm. why Carson was the most brokenhearted about our breakup. GRB. Uh-huh. Golden Retriever Boy. <laughs> um, so Hello. anyway, so we, we get, he's got rope. So we get, we get uh-huh. in his truck, we get the rope, and uh-huh. we get the, we get the car, we get the office chair. And we go to, because we're all in, we're in band. I don't, Carson was like on his way to being in band. I don't know if it was his eighth grade year or whatever. It might have been his eighth grade year, so he was technically also in band. We were all in our high school band, and that was a whole thing. Um, so we go to the parking lot there. Right. Because Jackson, Golden Retriever Boy, is one of the ones who's got all the, um, he's definitely trusted with doing the different stuff. So like we'd gone on the lawn some before and just like to practice in the yard that we use for that. Sure. But we just went to the parking lot. On our school place, which means there are definitely cameras places, and we're just all like, and eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we do is we get out, and he attaches the rope to the trailer hitch of his truck, and then he attaches it to the neck of the office chair. And Carson sure. sits in the office chair, because uh, Golden Retriever Boy is the only one who can drive it. So me and him are in there, because I was like, I don't entirely trust what it would be like to just be in the thing. Sure. So I don't actually want to. Um, we spent a good 30 minutes pulling my younger brother around uh, in the office chair uh-huh. uh, while I'm recording and we're all laughing our heads off. I'm like, we're, we're going around this because it's, it's an empty lot. So he's just like pulling around like, and you know, if you go too fast, then Carson will come around near the front of the truck. And that is just hysterical. Like <laughs> bounce around the other side, slam into the tire, go back off. Um, so we spend like a good 30 minutes or more just doing this. And sure. it's highly entertaining. I probably have some video footage somewhere and it's just a lot of snickering cackling and random just thumps against the car you okay <laughs> yeah i'm fine keep going um there's no helmet or anything obviously no it's just it's just not. you don't it's need just a helmet this, for an office chair it's just a middle schooler riding around this thing with two high schoolers in the truck um so we have a good time we're like yeah you know we should head back so we go stop at sonic as one does and gets drinks and we bring some back for the parents because we know they're so we come back and we're explaining yes Mm. yes 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 thank you um we try uh so we come back and so we hadn't told my mom exactly what we're gonna do just hey we're gonna go try this idea um we come back and we're explaining (laughs) to her we're like yeah it was a good time like i was just bouncing around and so we're explaining one of the funniest things had to be whenever one of the first times that he probably bounced around and like Mm -hmm. hit the um tire Uh uh-huh uh because this is also before he got the growth spurt. So, like, he's not the oh, biggest that's boy. that's funny. <laughs> he, 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 he on the bulkier side, but, like, not not tall or nothing because the taxpayer's a giant. Um, that's, the one we, that's the one in all of this conversation, which I think explains a lot about the taxpayer. Um, <laughs> but, like, so we're explaining. It's like, oh, yeah, it's hilarious whenever he, he popped around at the, the tires one of the first times. She's like, oh, did he just, like, not let go in time to stop him? We're like, wait, what? Because that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> what she's like because you, you had him just hold onto the rope so he could like go at any point right and we're like <laughs> no no he definitely thought like we didn't we don't want to go flying off somewhere you... so he had to remain connected to it 
Um, you made a so... you you made it so much more unsafe. Yes, there's a no bail option. Absolutely, that, there needs to be a bail option. None of us thought that through. We're just concerned that like the cart might just actually go the the car the chair might just go flying on its own. So oh, we have to touch it. I think it was, a, it was either attached to the neck or it was attached to the face of the neck. It is a about. miracle that child does not have Absolutely. road rash just permanently <laughs> yeah. in him. Hey, Golden Retriever Boy was very good with driving. He didn't go fast enough. He wasn't good happened. enough to not have him slam into the car. Because the chair is still going to keep going. It had momentum regardless of if you were just going slowly or whatever. Like, that's going to be fun. Just pull them around different places. You can do that just pulling someone with the rope. So you have to go some, but it's like if you stop the thing, then he's still going to, like, go around because the chair has momentum. It's either you just run straight into the back of the truck. Like, there was some thought in what we vaguely did, but it was in the teenage not thinking aspect. And that's what made it country. Yeah, because that feels like a thing you'd see on Rednecks or like, yes. uh, yes, I don't remember, uh, Jeff Foxworthy talking about it, like those, those feel like yeah. those sort of things. So that's the most country when thing I can say I've been involved with. something safe <laughs> and make it as unsafe as possible for the purposes of entertainment, that is in fact country. Now, my story was not about entertainment, <laughs> however, I found it somewhat entertaining. And it is far more entertaining looking back on it, which is the important thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we were living in a northern state that mm-hmm. is not New York, so... Do that what you will. Good luck, international <laughs> listeners. Um, and these are all the reasons why you're more country. Aha, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. Um, well, and your stories. That's <laughs> fair. We were living in a suburb. Mm-hmm. A completely normal, middle-class, suburban... <laughs> northern (laughs) area and we had a lot of trees on our lot and and people call them yard really yeah i grew up calling it a lot interesting i might be more southern than you we've always called everything yards lawn yard like a lot is more like you got to go buy it or someone's gonna buy the thing that could just be construction because we move around then that we call it a lot. Okay, regardless. <laughs> our, Back to the story. But the point is, like, yes. yard is cleared area. Lot is your land. And so but it like, wasn't a yard. like, people go and buy. It wasn't a yard, though, because it was trees. <laughs> There's no yard. Okay. It's on your land, so it is, like, land or yard. It's like, this is the backyard. If the backyard happens to include a forest, it just happens to include a forest. I don't know if I'm buying this or not. <laughs> Regardless, there were trees. And and we had a very, very tall house. Yes. So it is important to note that the trees were taller than the house. Yes. And, and there was a tree that was too close to the house that was not well. It was, <laughs> it was dying. We killed it, but it was dying. And right. um, you put it out of its misery or put it in more... Based on the sounds it made, I think we made it suffer in the end. <laughs> the the final the final thing put it out of its suffering, I think. Yeah. Okay. So big, big, big tall tree. Yeah. And like big around too, mm-hmm. because because we don't do easy things like yard services. Um 
And my father looks at this tree and he goes, if that falls on the house, we are going to have so much damage, it must come down. And my mother was like, ah, yes, I shall call the service, shall I? And he goes, uh, no, that's not how we do things here. So, so they make a plan. And my mom is like, okay, we want to avoid the tree falling on the house, yes? Well, yes, of course, that is the whole reason we're taking it down. How are we going to do that? We'll figure it out. Like, if you cut it the right way, it'll probably, probably fall the right way, right? So that's the plan. Famous last words. I mean, it didn't fall on the... Mm, whatever. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. So we go out. We look at the tree. It is, in fact, a giant tree. And um, my dad's like, okay, all we have to do is cut it like the lumberjacks cut it. And we can make it fall the proper way. Because I've heard this works. This was pre-YouTube. Thank you. And, um... How many lumberjacks has he been around? None. Cool! Absolutely none. This man Fantastic. works in an office. <laughs> yeah. So, he's like, we shall make the proper cuts, and it will work just fine, and it'll be great. And so he does, and he... I forgot this part. He starts with a chainsaw. Oh, good! Because that's how you cut a tree down. Obviously. Until the chainsaw decides you did this wrong... And just doesn't. <laughs> the chainsaw was murdered by wow. the tree. So the tree got some revenge. But hey, you for know. It's horrible, horrible death. So, ah, man. So there's an axe. And there's a lot of cutting involved. And all of a sudden the tree is leaning towards the house. <laughs> because... <laughs> because my father does not know any lumberjacks and cannot call upon their wisdom. It's just the tree and the house and, and it's looming <laughs> towards the house. And my father goes, we can fix this. And my mom goes, all right, how? And he goes, Nubby, get up the tree. Um, to which my brother delightedly scrambles up the tree like a monkey, like, like, the person that he loved. He climbed our house. The outside of our house once. Oh. He also climbed a church and a lot of other buildings that shouldn't be climbed. It's fine. Um, so, I don't think my father knew about any of that climbing. He just looked at my brother and said, yeah, you could, you could probably do that. You can scale the falling tree. Sounds good. Yeah. Safe. So, he climbs up the tree with, with a rope that he ties to said tree. And uh, the rope is connected to my father and my father starts pulling at the giant <laughs> tree like that's gonna get it get him where he needs to go so uh they managed to anchor the rope i think it was to a rock which makes it i don't know so much funnier to me than it like we had so many trees but we don't want to take the other trees out too right so he anchors it and it is so taunt that my father is like, I don't know how old this rope is, but maybe don't get too close, because if it snaps, you could die, and it's, you know, a good time. Ah. And, um, man, he, he he's so proud of the fact that his materials are well taken care of. Like, I've had this shovel longer than you've been alive, and you break it after two minutes. And I'm like, that's probably because it's many decades old shovel. But regardless, okay, rant aside um the the tree continues to lean 
and to to loom towards our house and it is not sufficient so another rope is given <laughs> because the idea is if you if you pull on it enough mm -hmm. it'll fall against gravity and everything will be fine because the house isn't threatened so my yes. another rope is secured and another warning is to keep clear of the rope and more cutting happens. And I distinctly remember being on the wrong side of the tree, looking at it, thinking of my imminent death, <laughs> should it decide to ignore my father's will and plunge towards the house. But, you know, it was unthinkable that the that it would defy Somehow him. it gets funnier that they're probably hacking at an axle, like, ah, oh, yes, I'm now in front trying to get this through where I want the tree to fall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there was absolutely, if it falls within this maybe 45 degree area, we've considered, <laughs> we consider this a success. And I am, it did not, in fact, fall within the 45 degrees, <laughs> but it did not also fall on the house. But the sounds it made <laughs> as it, as it gave its dying breath, truly haunting and like, that's what they should be using in horror movies. Like, truly, out of context, that sound shivers. Just Dang. horrifying. But anyway, yeah, no, so that was just the wildly unsafe way we chose to do things, and that was not the last tree <laughs> to have to be taken down. They were a little bit... I don't think they killed any more chainsaws on those trees. They have killed a lot of chainsaws. Also, country, my brother did a chainsaw sculpture, so... Wow. Yeah. I think I showed you the bear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not impressive. <laughs> it's not impressive. He made some strange anatomical choices, but that's yeah. pretty country. Maybe he's doing it with a chainsaw. Yeah, so. I mean, there's some really cool ones on online. I'm sure. They probably had a little bit more experience and a little more years of practice of having done it or wielding chainsaws that didn't just die because you killed them. Well, if, that you, if you go different. straight into a tree with a chainsaw, the entire weight of the tree is going to come down on the blade. Like, it's not rocket science, I don't think. I think it's rocket science for some people. Fair. And maybe I only know this because I saw it and this, the, it, the questionable thought process was drilled home so deeply yeah but another very country thing also had to do with landscaping was my mom deciding that while my father was at work my brother my scrawny in high school brother should help her move it a rock as one does and they tried for quite a while before deciding you know what could do the trick is a riding lawnmower and they tied it with the same exact rope the same one, and my brother <laughs> drove it around the house laughing like a maniac because only the back two wheels are on the ground <laughs> and the divot, the, the ditch that that rock just scored deeply into the earth did far worse landscaping than any thoughts my mother had. I would really like to think your mom's like, once it starts up, she's like, oh, go, go, he's safe, okay, like, yeah, this, this is working, and then it's like, he's going, and your brother realizes and just starts cackling, and your mom's like, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop! 
That is entirely... And just chases after him. That is entirely what happened. Glorious. Just... I mean, they moved the rock. They also messed up our yard. Not lot. Yard. Because that was the part where the yard was. Whatever. But yeah. No. You have any other stories of your country, country family we're not that's the thing i had i remember having the distinct thought somewhere in the same time period probably a few years after yeah a few years after the office chair shenanigans um thinking that this is the most country my family has looked Mm. and that was definitely my dad who is not country he is where we get the city slicker from and, and the taxpayer dad had gone to riding lawnmower it's his first one ever this is the most he's ever cared to the most our yard has been big enough that it has mattered if he doesn't do it and um it it, it, it's mattered in regards to like he can't just use the push lawnmower which is what he's always done and they've gave up on trying to get the taxpayer to do anything uh productive (laughs) um so dad's like you know what screw it i'm just gonna buy myself a riding lawnmower um so for it part of it was that there was this tree that started to grow up and we didn't initially we've had some issues with dead trees i don't know why i was trying to get them off so it's more like we need, the, the thought process was, before this tree gets very big, we need to get it down. Mm. Um, but it was too small to use, like, a chainsaw, and we have to get, like, the roots up or whatever. I don't remember why that this seemed important why to us. Why would it be too small for a chainsaw? I just, it could be we don't have a chainsaw. I don't know what the thought process was. Just there was no, nothing like that. No, no, no. No um, axes. Absolutely none. No thought process of using those, and maybe it was because some of it was like, ah, we should also get the roots. I don't, I wasn't there for that. I just, I'd come through on my, on my afternoon doing whatever I was doing to come get a drink and saw out the window, um, my dad and the taxpayer just looking contemplatively at this tree sapling. Like, it was maybe, (laughs) you know, maybe... Deep thoughts about like six foot, like it wasn't not it deep wasn't, roots. Yeah, yeah, no, there was it. It was it, you know it was kind of bigger than me, but like just it still wasn't that much. Like okay, you mean height? Like height wise, what yeah. was diameter um, of diameter? the trunk? I don't know. Maybe as much as like a paper towel roll. <laughs> like it wasn't much. That's so tiny. It was small. That was the thing. Like then I was like I hadn't paid much attention to it, but I see them out there. My dad's in his usual yard work attire of you know right. Some old basketball shorts, a shirt, like, just a generic gray shirt that he's probably sweated most of the way through. His, like, safari hat thing that's navy and has so much sweat encased in that thing. Uh His sunglasses. um, It's just a normal Saturday. My dad had a baseball cap that was completely white, crusted with salt. We had to... Some, Some old tennis shoes. And my brother, who I don't know how they managed to get him out there to do anything because it's the taxpayer who doesn't want to. Um... But he's out there, and he's kind of in not necessarily work clothes, but, like, maybe he came back from helping us finish something. So, like, vaguely similar-ish. Uh, so he, so they're out there, and they're looking at this thing. And I noticed that the riding lawnmower is near this, this tree. Sure. Um, and they're attaching a rope. It's a very And they're looking at it. Apparently, yeah. So they're looking at the tree, and they're looking at the rope. And they have the rope attached to it, and they're looking at the lawnmower between that. And so I see my dad get on the lawnmower. Uh-huh. And Carson's just, like, like, looking between the both of them, like, yeah, 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 this will work. <laughs> and he starts up the lawnmower. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, and so mom comes up, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm watching the most country thing I've ever seen our family do. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, the boys are trying to get this tree out of the yard. Fantastic. And the lawnmower is doing absolutely nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing doing. It's not moving. The tree's just still there. Because roots are real. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Um, So my brother, because Uh he's hit the growth spurt now, Uh he decides he's going to help. And the way he's going to help is he's trying to figure out how to finagle to get the top half wrapped around in his arms. And he's just, like, trying to see if he can, like, use his weight to, like, bend and pull the, the tree over it. that your brother thought to put a tree in a headlock is a beautiful <laughs> like, thing. Yeah, it was, like, definitely, like, well, if we wrap, if I wrap around it. So, like, they've stopped the lawnmower because they, they had to, they had to rethink some things now. Like, try to, Holy try to reprocess how they're going to get this out. And so Carson's all like, okay, okay, so, like, obviously he's going to do that first, and then they'll see if, like, if then if they add the lawnmower, things will happen. Like, I would just come in and do occasional checks to see how far they'd made it. The whole problem is the root system. Oh, uh, yeah. He's standing on the roots. Yeah, he's standing on the roots. He's, you know, trying to see if, like, oh his own God. body weight's going to snap this growing tree in half and, like, help them knock this over. And I'm like, that's my thing. He's like, there was no, it's like, I swear we have... We have instruments. My mom does woodworking. There would have been something they could have just cut the tree down. So, like, unless they were specifically trying to get the roots or something. I'm still unclear. I have pictures somewhere. Noah might have been, or, sorry, uh, the the youngest brother might have been running around at some point. I don't think he contributed much, and they were trying to make sure he'd stay safe from this insanity. But you can see him running around, like, trying to offer opinions, just watching. There's nothing even remotely unsafe about it. There's well, a lot go wrong. We found out that apparently and you can just... And brute strength, which is just... Yeah, the lawnmower... And a tree. <laughs> the <laughs> a bit... They've recently found out that apparently, like, blades can just fall off or different stuff, so you do have to be careful about ever having it up in the air. And, like, that's the whole thing Dad's been dealing with recently, which Ooh. is why their lawn has not been cut in a little while. Boy. Because um, he's like, yeah, no, he's like, apparently there's this, this one little thing. So the idea, I guess, is if you want to switch them out, or if you're changing the blades or something, like, then you can take them out. But he's like, but mine just apparently decided to fall out. So I almost did our entire yard with the blades just kind of on the ground hanging out, which is not safe for anything, really. Um, no. That, you know, if, like, would have hit anything, could have, like, bounced out at me. Like, all this sort of nonsense. But, like, that sounds horrible. And he's like, yep. So, you know, we're we're preparing that. I'm like, sounds like a good plan. So, anyway, so, like, part of it's just, it, depending on what's happening, people are. And it's also, <laughs> it's also one of those things, neither of the boys would probably be out there while dad was mowing because mm. both of them have grass allergies so if somebody oh, if somebody no. mows the lawn or whatever like the, we we're, we grew up just no one's gonna go outside it's just as that's like especially in the spring with that just kind of yeah. in the air so like i i know it was either inside or he would occasionally watch things but i would just remember passing it out getting drink like getting water just to see how progress was on it I can't remember how they finally got the tree out because I feel like brute force in a riding lawnmower is not that much. It's not. But it's not there anymore, so I'm assuming something worked. I just can't remember at the moment apart from I have pictures. I and I'm like, this is the most country we've ever been. That's fair. I'm concluding <laughs> that country in our minds just means not thinking about safety. <laughs> I'm thinking all. about safety, not not thinking through some things potentially. Yeah, but like, I mean, I would say very that... intelligent people who are country. Yes, this is just uh, it'll all work out in the this end. Is, this is this is the thought process of 
we could, you know, ask to borrow someone's chainsaw or something. Yeah. Use some shovels to dig up where the roots are. Sure. And there was absolutely none there. I can't, I can't explain what happened with the office chair. Just absolutely no thinking. Tiny. So, like, there's just... <laughs> we wanted to make sure that he was safe and he'd stay. That is not... <laughs> That is not If we would have taught, he could have voluntarily gotten himself off. Mm. He wasn't tied to it. <laughs> oh my! I know it's not a great bailout option, but technically, oh. there was a bailout option. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, so that that's the closest we've come mm-hmm. to like vaguely being country, and, and I know a large part is my my mom is actually more country. Like she's also rancher's a daughter, which basically undoes so that's part all of it. Of yeah, that. she's a germaphobe who who married a city slicker who's also like injury phobic. I think she just doesn't necessarily want to deal with other people doing it. Like she has had injuries. Like the childhood mm-hmm. stories from her and dad are they definitely have gotten injured. Mom has done to, like mom's the one who like accidentally like broke her thumb and then just popped it back and so no one believed that she'd broken her thumb in a gym meet sort of thing so like she's had injuries she just about half of it's all like i already did this dumb stuff so you don't do this dumb stuff and i listened and do the dumb stuff carson it's hit or miss it's still the funniest thing to taxpayer is hit or miss dang it taxpayers hit or miss Mm -hmm. it's still the funniest thing to me that after i managed to bang myself up on our outdoor air conditioning unit and cut up my neck with it he, within seven days of that happening, did the same thing, except he's smaller, so just had a large gash across his forehead. That's still funny to me. I mean, the day I got my cast cut off my arm, my brother lost his finger, so, like, meh. When it rains, it pours. I guess, I just, we didn't, we didn't care too much for it. And Carson, and the taxpayer's a wimp, so, like, mm, things happen. Yes, he is. Um. Holy cow, he is. He is a wimp. Uh... So, like, in regards to, like, country, it's like, yeah, it's just, I mean, we, we go hang out with, with mom's side of the family, and they are more country, and that is why I'm all like, I know that we are not. So whenever the taxpayer's like, I could be country, and so then I'm like, yeah, sure, just as luckily, just as easily as I could be, like, a cheerleader. There's no chance. Uh-uh. Not gonna happen. Um, because he's, he's not, it's like, we can fake an accent, anyone can fake an accent. This I was like, but accurate. we still go, and it's like, oh, it's a fun thing to be at the ranch. I was like, this is where some of our family lives. Mm-hmm. That's like their whole lifestyle is cowboy, rancher, that sort of stuff. And he's like, oh, I can do that. I'm like, no. No, you can't. He really can't. I kept trying to sell him off to them for the summer. Okay, when There's I... a reason for this, though. Mm. I thought it would build character, but also because apparently, like, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Was that my, uh, my mom's older brother um, was wimpy and small. <laughs> and so... <laughs> the the thing is, it is probably lined. It was part of it lined up with his his teenage years of like hitting the gross bird. Yes, around. that is. But they basically sent him to their grandmothers, their grandmothers and uncles' yeah. ranch um, for the summer, and yeah. he comes back and he is bronze and he is bigger and he actually has muscle and he maintains that muscle for the rest of his life, basically. Good for him. And he got it all that summer, and he's like, yeah, no, he's like, I've learned a whole bunch of my work ethic from having to do this all the time. Like that was my whole thing, and I was just like, could we send Carson to our uncle's ranch for the summer because I think it'd be good for him. He could, you know, sorry, the taxpayers, like, he could, you know, he'd muscle up like he wants to, he would get a tan, like, he'd learn some work ethic, and he, he could come back, and then maybe he's in his growth spurt. He just his growth spurt, none of, none of that ever happened. But I, I might feel... sell out the other one to it, but, like, I was like, I think this would be a great idea. And Carson's like, why do you keep trying to sell me off? And I'm like, because I think it'd be good for you. But he literally, I could easily see him fully believing that sweat is... His muscles crying. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And he didn't like, know what a stitch in his side was for the longest time. Oh, my gosh. So part of the reason Dad said we weren't allowed to do that was because he wasn't sure if our uncle might kill him instead because he wouldn't work. Sounds like all the more reason to send him. That was my thought process. I was like, it's going to be a learning thing for everyone. He wants to hang out in Texas more. He can go and just he, stay for a summer and wants, learn. He wants to be country. He wants it's to be fine. country. He's got to learn what that means. Exactly. Yeah. He no. can go. You know, he gets to ride four wheels and horses in his free time, if that's such a thing. Because that uncle is also a workaholic. Damn. We're not saying you learn from that, but... I mean, it's like, you kind of just have to be on a ranch. Like, there's no stopping it. Like, I true. have those people in my family as well, and it just... There's no vacations. Oh, no, we just know in general. They're like, they didn't... The fact we ever got them up to South Carolina was honestly a miracle. The fact that they managed to come up twice before my aunt, who travels more frequently does, was a thing that my mom definitely held over her head as, like, you've got to be joking. She's like, I knock it off. And mom's like, I'm just sorry. But from, like, pain tolerance alone, he can never be a rancher slash cowboy. Because he cried because he thought the dog that was just trying to get him to stop messing with its tail accidentally scratched his forehead and more so it reopened a scratch he already had on his forehead. (laughs) He got so offended by the dog and I was like, you are a... They're like, well, did the dog do something? And it was my uncle's dog, who was very loyal, very good. His name was Blue. He was fantastic. And just, like, Carson's like, what did they used to be best? I'm like, you were pissing off the dog. Yeah. It just kind of, like, knocked at you to stop it and reopened, like, a thing. You're fine. So you can't be a rancher. So this whole thing. So none of us are country. I traumatized a dog yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I still. In fairness, she didn't know it was a dog. I thought I was going to sneak attack a squirrel, yes, and it turned out to be a very elderly chihuahua who did not (laughs) appreciate. (laughs) To be fair, nobody knew where the chihuahua came from. That's true, but he screamed. (laughs) He screamed, and I felt horrible, and I got him back to his rightful owners. And And you saved him from almost being hit by a car. This is also true. So, you know, there's some redeeming factors. Yes. You just scared him first. I made it so much harder to get him because, you know, I broke trust before there was even a relationship. But he is a very sweet boy, and I love him. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, I'm still living with the guilt of having traumatized the dog, and, and, and the dog story got me. But, yeah, no, okay, pain, pain tolerance. He has none? He has none. My father has actively ignored broken bones because there's work to be done. (laughs) He has also injured himself so severely that he completely ruined a pair of boots because it was completely filled with blood before going to the ER because there was work to be done. And, like, it wasn't until (laughs) it sloshed out of his boot that he realized... Maybe, maybe the ER is where he should have been. Just perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. And like, my brother and I, more likely yeah. to slap some super glue on something and keep going. <laughs> I enjoy you saying that. My first thought being, ah, yes, that's the simplest thing. I broke my bone in three places and it's sticking out of my leg, but I'll just slap some super glue on it and keep going. Obviously, there. Compound fracture <laughs> should be seen too. But yeah, no. Apparently, you just talked about how your dad was walking around with a boot full of blood. Yes. I'm just saying. He, 
Yes, but super glue could have you got it because that was stitches. Broken bone. I two two broken two bones. broken bones. You walked home. I walked home hmm. from school. <laughs> On a broken tibia. So my trust of what you deem are maybe important or like it's it's more extreme definitely, but it's like I'm of the opinion you're gonna treat most of us. We'll just slap some super glue on it and keep going. I'm just saying it gets the job done as much as stitches do, which your mother admits to yes. for all that she is a germaphobe. Well, yeah, because she had to pay the hospital bill when Carson ran his head into the oven. When the taxpayer ran his head into the oven. So whenever he threw a rock at his head and it hit it again and made him bleed, you know, a few years later, she's like, We're, all they did was seem to put super glue on it. Let's do the same thing and call it good. He threw a rock at his head. Oh, I kid you not. Yeah. <laughs> The, the first one, he was a little dude and was playing bowl with Dad and just full-on slammed his head into the oven because that's where Dad had been. Uh-huh. And Garson just didn't check. Totally. And then, yeah, so, like, I feel like that was that was probably Forestburg. Mm. And then we moved to Fort Worth. So it's, you know, a few spans of years. So we're just out in the front yard waiting for our grandparents to come. We're supposed to come visit. Just playing around. Carson finds, you know, a decent-sized rock and just sure. chucks it up in the air and watches. And it comes down and splits his head. Not, not fully split, but, like, definitely cuts it. funny, and I appreciate it, but that is not, in fact, throwing a rock at your own head at quite the same way. That is throwing a rock in the air and your head getting... Hit. He never moved! He I just know, threw it up and I thought, like, what did you think like, was going to happen? Just From his waist, flings oh, it at his no. head. no. I would believe him fully capable of do, doing that. No, he just throws it up, watches it come down... Hits his head, so he's in the bathroom with mom. It's like we're just gonna. Such a big head. He does. He's mom's like we're just gonna slap some super glue on it, I guess. And like she's just trying to make sure it's clean and nothing, nothing dirty got in it or whatever. While they're in the bathroom, the grandparents arrive and it's my mom's parents and I gleefully greet them in the driveway, (laughs) saying Carson just cut his head open with a rock. The taxpayers. Dang it! Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, just gleefully. And they're like, what? And I'm like, he's in the bathroom with mom. And they're like, do you need to go to the hospital? I'm like, mom doesn't want to have to pay for that again. He's already done it before. So they go check it out. It's Mimi, who's also very afraid of different stuff. Yeah. Um, but they decide that that is probably the safest. And he should stop crying because mom's like, you, you threw a rock up. What did you expect to have happen? Apparently not gravity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Fair I enough. would like, I would, you know, there's the I, big thing I, I pictured could him just straight up yeeting it into his face. <laughs> so, like, I believe him capable of that. And I wouldn't say maybe smaller ones he hasn't done that. <laughs> Fair And enough. this is simply because more often than not, a lot of his stories when he was younger definitely deal with stuff that could account for head trauma now, but I... I'm not going to give him that. <laughs> I We've always excused that his head was hard enough that he could mostly take it. And if not, he should stop using his head for stuff. <laughs> sure seems like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. But, yeah, pain tolerance alone. Hmm. Or just being casual about injury. I think True. that's what country is in my mind. It's that's just it. like, I got other stuff that needs doing. Can we just keep doing that makes sense yeah yeah the taxpayers none of that no he he definitely wants the parade to stop because he got a boo-boo mm-hmm. and that is not n- not country so, that's okay. so i would say even in regards your family is probably more country than mine yeah 
But I think Kat's family is the most country. Entirely fair. Definitely. Just. Yes. I think growing up in Southeast Asia tempered what country would have happened fair prior to that. Because I think had we stayed in the States, I might be able to compete. Fair enough. Yeah. Knowing your father. Yes. Knowing my father. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thought. But she is easily the most country, and I am pretty sad that that's not a conversation that's going to happen tonight with her, but potentially potentially the next episode, when when you are going to not be here, possibly. We shall. Plans can change. (laughs) We'll see what happens in regards to people recording things as when stuff happens, but yes, there's a good chance. Theoretically. It shall be. We can hash out some of Kat's country stories. Kat, yes. I mean, her people are from the swamp and from hillbilly country, so exactly. she, she's, she's got she's got a the lead best on of this. both southern worlds. <laughs> sure. Because yes. there's only two southern worlds, apparently. Ah, uh, yes, the swamp and the hillbilly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Alright, well, I think we have fulfilled our societal obligation. We also had fun! Sometimes it can be fun. I'm never going to live that down, am I? Never. Oh my gosh. I just... I... My brain just... It makes rules. And the rules don't make sense. You made me an obligation. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was just you wanted to do something. And I'm like, yes, but I don't know how long the other thing's going to take. And I don't want to stress you out and keep you up or doing whatever nonsense if I don't get it done tonight. But I wanted to hang out with you. So it was just stressing me out because I'm like, there are the two things on my list to do. And I don't know which one I should do first. That is that is an actual thing with ADHD. You you're not great at prioritizing yeah. because I should be the prioritizer. <laughs> I don't think that's an ADHD. All right, I'm just saying I'm important. You are, and you're not an important. obligation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's good to be back, and it's. Good to be back to teasing you because I made that sound Has like Has that I've ever stopped? stopped? <laughs> <laughs> and, um. But we're back for season two, which. It's not like we did, like, a great idea of season one, and it's not been a year since season one either. It's also not like we entered a new theme or storyline. I or think we've topic. just embraced more of the chaos. The what? Shut up. <laughs> You want to try again? <laughs> We've embraced the idea that we don't have to have any specific thing or pattern. I'm not saying it. I, but sh- if you had up. to no, sum it up with one word. Screw you. <laughs> what would that word be? Chaos. There you go. <laughs> well done. It's not the worst way I pronounced it. That's what makes it sadder. I know. Um, I think we've embraced more leaning into, hey, whatever comes up is going to come up, and either people listen or they don't. True. Um, we instead of trying to plan stuff. did not plan this episode, so if it, we hope you like it. If not, you can reach out, comment, and critique, and may, we can try to change stuff, but that'll require Dude, anyone to comment. That would be so fun, though, if they, they, they talked. 
to us. Correct. Yes. Why the hell did my finger just? Why was that the motion that violently? you made? I don't know, but it, <laughs> these two just spasmed. Are you okay? I I think I'm fine. Just twitchy, apparently. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we have we have social media. I think there's ways that you can comment. We got on banned on Twitter, and I. Well, we only posted like five times. So I know, but like. They said we broke community rules, and like, what? I don't think we did. We're we're so controversial. We said we are. We just posted what one like maybe two. Hey, check out we have an episode with, like maybe a couple quotes. Yeah, just quotes. I, I mean, they are the out quotes of context. Could, quotes. Out, of, out of context quotes that could involve absolutely anything. Like, yeah, maybe there was some weird crap in there, but I don't think it'd be that weird. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. We could look back and see, but we have we, we have an Instagram, we have a Pinterest, contact Twitter, and try and get us unmanned. But that sounds um, like work. Yes, I don't want to. Uh, um, so maybe at a later date we'll get the Twitter. Don't want them. Maybe some point we'll get back on Twitter. But Instagram, mm. Pinterest, I think on Spotify and Anchor you can also like leave stuff. So yeah, if you guys have ideas, comments, questions, concerns, crazy theoreticals that you'd like us to discuss i have a lot of concerns personally but i'll bring those up on another episode what (laughs) i I can't comments questions concerns and like i find what we talk about a little concerning usually (laughs) you're the one who brings up some of the most concerning discussion topics that we have and thus i am concerned I think everyone should be concerned for our sanity. Can't but I? That's not the can't point. I be concerned? Sure, you can, but you're also like one of the ones hosting it, so like, it feels like a thing. Sure, we can it's make just concerned, a little bit of chaos. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I said it wrong the way you did. I don't know. <laughs> you said extra syllables. <laughs> How many syllables does it have? Chaos. It's two syllables, right? Yeah, it made you sound like it like four. <laughs> Chaos. Yes. That's that's just emphasis on syllables. Mm. Alright, well with that scintillating <laughs> ending, we're going out strong. That's strong? <laughs> yeah. We're back, we still know what we're doing. Turn in if you want to and if not, eh. I don't feel so strong anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> oh.